Welcome to Stratfor's Essential Geopolitics Podcast. I'm Fred Burton. Today I'm speaking with Ben West, a global security analyst for Stratfor, a RAIN company. Ben, welcome. Hi, thanks, Fred. Needless to say, Ben, the coronavirus is affecting travel around the globe. You know, if you look at the prices of tickets, they're plummeting. And quite frankly, as you and I both know, nobody wants to travel because the risk is too great. And then you have the quarantine that might kick in after landing. But there's also a lot of events that are normally happening this time of year that have been changed because of the COVID-19. For example, Ramadan, which starts April 23rd, and how COVID-19 will impact that. What's your thoughts around that? Right. So uh, Ramadan will, will begin in the Muslim world, uh, as you said, April 23rd. Um, that's going to be still, as, as most countries around the world are still on lockdown, still have pretty restrict, pre-restrictive measures on, on gathering and traveling. So um, I, I think what we're going to see is a, a real test to how those countries can limit their population from going through uh, an annual spiritual event. Uh, I mean, this is millions of, of people around the world uh, observe Ramadan every year by getting together with their with their families and and and, and friends every evening to break the fast. Um, this is this is a real community event, and uh, COVID nineteen means they basically have to do this in isolation or just with immediate family. And so that's going to be a real test for how governments can continue to practice social distancing amid the religious month. I know Ben that in the course of like our analysis, especially with the Threatlands team, we watch militant activity every day. Typically during Ramadan, we do see a slight uptick. Where do you see these areas being more problematic than others? So I, I think the, the big country to watch will be India. Um, first, we've already seen a pretty high degree of public resistance to authorities, to the, to the lockdown, to quarantine measures. We also have a very large Muslim population that feels disenfranchised and, and feels like the Hindu majority doesn't allow them to practice their religion anyways. Places like Indonesia have basically restricted all sorts of domestic travel for Ramadan, which means that people aren't going to be, be able to go back home, see their families. Countries like Pakistan have basically caved to the pressure and said, okay, we're going to go ahead and let you, uh, we're going to let people gather in mosques and pray together, which you know, raises a whole new risk of, of more outbreaks in a country that's already suffering pretty badly. As we look at the terror threat pertaining to COVID-19, Ramadan, large gatherings, Ben, from a threat lens perspective, as you study that, what are some of the venues or some of the areas that you think would be more problematic just from a capability to be able to mitigate that threat, get in front of that threat, or try to quell that violence? Right. As most countries restrict congregations and, and basically outlaw group prayers and group gatherings, those won't be viable targets. A lot of attacks we've seen in the past have been uh, militants going after big gatherings. That just won't be there this year. Um, so instead, I, I think police uh, military security forces will have have been a target in the past. Will continue to be a target. Uh, government personnel and and government buildings will continue to be a target. But again, just because we aren't seeing this mass congregation of people, I think that's going to naturally keep the number of casualties lower and the magnitude of the attacks lower. You know, I'll make the exception for places like Pakistan that are that are allowing group prayers. There, there we could see some some bigger attacks. 
And it doesn't mean that we won't see disruptions during Ramadan, though, correct? Well, I I think the disruptions, yeah, I, I would say twofold. First, just the, the huge restrictions on movement and gathering that we're seeing from governments means that, that people are basically going to be stuck at home. And then the second part being resistance to that. Will, will the population illegally gather and challenge authorities on those prohibitions and, and basically risk conflict with, with the state? Yeah, that's very interesting. Thank you very much, Ben. All right. Thank you, Fred. Individuals and businesses are turning to Stratfor as a trusted source for information during the COVID-19 outbreak. I encourage you to check us out. There's a special subscription rate for podcast listeners. It's stratford.com slash podcast offer. That's stratford.com slash podcast offer. I'm Fred Burton, and thank you for listening. Mm-hmm.